oh God, our help in ages past. We thank you for your grace upon us. Thank you, O oh God, for the gift of a new day. We pray, dear Father, that you would lead us into joy, into peace, into everlasting life, into obedience, into being a blessing in your hands, to touch those who are around us with your goodness. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, friends. We thank God we have come to the final episode of the series Footprints of Jonathan. So we're just going to be looking at 2 Samuel chapter 9, verse 1. It says, And David said, Is there yet any that is left in the house of Saul, that I may show him kindness for Jonathan's sake? Here in this chapter, our great hero of faith and friendship, Jonathan, is dead. He was killed alongside his father and brothers in a battle against the Philistines. And David is now king. And one of the first things that David does as king over Israel is he remembered all of Jonathan's kindness towards him. And he seeks to respond in kind. Love begets love. If you behave lovingly to others, they will most times behave lovingly to you. Now, while this does not always stand true, it is a kingdom principle. Remember, we talked about the golden rule some days ago in Matthew chapter 7. There we read that it says, Do unto others what you would have them do to you. Elizabeth Borgeret said, Love begets love. If you show it, you will feel it. If you give it, you will receive it. And you know, this quote reminds me of a kindergarten song we learned and sang while we were much younger, which says, Love is something if you give it away, it will come right back to you. Friends, Jonathan dared to love one whom he had every right to call his enemy. And in verse 3 of 2 Samuel chapter 9, David said to Saul's servant, Ziba, Is there yet not any of the house of Saul that I may show kindness of God unto him? And Ziba said unto the king, that Jonathan had yet a son with his name on his feet. You see, when David inquired of anybody of the house of Saul to show the kindness of God because of what Jonathan had done, he was told that Jonathan had a son called Mephibosheth, who had been lame from childhood. You know, at the time of Saul's defeat by the Philistines at Jezreel, the nurse of this child no, attempting to flee with him had led him or allowed him to fall mistakenly thus making him a lifetime cripple but David now summoned the young man to court 
and received him with great kindness. Roy Bennett said, Always remember people who have helped you along the way and don't forget to lift someone up. But you see, people don't always remember, right? You, you, you can remember some persons that you have helped and never came back to show you any gratitude. Some may have even betrayed you after you have helped them. But you also remember forgetting those who have helped you. And if you are honest, you can also remember betraying some too who have showed you some level of kindness. But you see, the fact is that Jonathan, who had no assurance that David would repay him good for good, yet Jonathan loved unreservedly. Thank God that in our story, David is a man of godly character. And so he was able to repay him kindness even after the death of Jonathan. But I want us to understand that even though men may seem to forget easily, God never forgets. And why tells us in the book Great Controversy, page 482, that every man's work passes in review before God and is registered for faithfulness or unfaithfulness. Opposite each name in the books of heaven is entered with terrible exactness every wrong word, every selfish act, every unfulfilled duty, and every secret sin, with every artful dissembling. Heaven sent warnings or reproof that were neglected, wasted moments, unimproved opportunities. The influence exerted for good or for evil with its far-reaching results, all are chronicled by the recording angel. We must, having known all this, having seen the footsteps of Jonathan friends, we must watch therefore, lest the coming when Jesus comes, suddenly he finds you and I sleeping according to Mark chapter 13 verse 35 and 36 god forbid because perilous is the condition of those who growing weary of their watch turn to the attractions of this world while the man of business is absorbed in the pursuit of gain while the pleasure lover is seeking indulgence while the daughter of fashion is arranging her adornment. It may be in that hour, friends, that the judge of all the earth will pronounce the sentence, Thou art weighed in the balance and art found wanting, as said in Daniel 5, verse 27. It is my prayer that having seen the humility, the faith, the courage, the friendship, the bond, the sacrifice, and the love of Jonathan, that the Lord will give us the grace to walk in it, to follow his example, to allow the Lord to champion our lives, that even 
in sickness and health, even in our little corners, angels of heaven will bear record that here was one who lived his or her life unreservedly for the Lord. That when the master comes, he will not find us wanting, but he will say to us, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Inherit the kingdom that I have prepared for you. O Lord our Father, our prayer this morning is that all who come behind us will find us faithful. May the footprints that we leave, O Father, lead others closer to you, even as we follow the footprints that have been set before us. Give us the strength, give us the grace, give us the mercy, give us the favor. We ask and pray in Jesus' name.